Welcome to Lifestyle Solopreneur, the community for entrepreneurs who put lifestyle first. Join your host, Flavia Barris, as she interviews successful lifestyle solopreneurs and shares ideas to help you find the perfect balance between lifestyle, business, and self. Flavia is an attorney, marketing expert, and founder of several online academies. She's been featured in major media, including BBC World News, The Wall Street Journal, the New York Post, ESPN Television, and more. Join us for this episode of Lifestyle Solopreneur. Hey, Lifestyle Solopreneurs. Today we get to speak with Colin C. Campbell. He is a serial entrepreneur. He's the author of Start, Scale, Exit, Repeat. He's also Startup Club's founder on Clubhouse. His book debuted number one on Amazon. Very excited to have him on the show. Hi, Colin. Happy to be here. Really excited because I love that you teach in the area where so many entrepreneurs and solopreneurs struggle, which is coming up with that next big idea for themselves, like what they're going to do next. So tell us a little bit about how you ended up a serial entrepreneur yourself. Oh, it goes back to the early 90s, right out of college, when my brother and I started an internet service provider up in Canada. We grew it. It became the largest internet service provider. And then we also launched a company called Two Cows, which became, it was a software download site. And uh, it also was a domain name company. And we sold that one in 99. And then we launched another company called Hostopia. In the middle of all that, we launched another company called Geeks for Less. And each of these companies grew pretty substantially, and I was able to exit those companies. And in 2008, I actually sold Hostopia to a Fortune 500 company. So I had to, the opportunity to work at the very top of a Fortune 500 company for, for three years. And it was fascinating, and I learned, I learned a lot from that. Following that, we launched another company called dot club and we've keep we kept which is a, sorry dot club is an alternative to dot com dot net dot org and we just kept launching companies one of the most recent ones is paw.com paw.com which is a dog products company and was featured on inc 5000 three years in a row it's the the ideas that we came up with at each of these stages at each of these companies we're based on what I call a paradigm shift or a change in the world. We're actually in one of those unique times in history because of AI. AI will be in the 2020s what the internet was in the 1990s or broadband in 2000s or social media in 2010s. We're going to see a massive change and startups that can embrace AI and use it can really benefit and it will help scale their companies. You don't have to have a company dedicated to AI. You just have to think about using AI as part of your strategy with respect to your startup. Now, I know I'm jumping around a lot here, but the one thing I wanted to really impart is that a lot of ideas that I, I've, I've gotten over the years have been based on these paradigm shifts. And sometimes a regulatory shift as well. The government can change legislation. Then there's opportunity for the small businesses to get in and to actually build something before the larger companies enter the market. Larger companies tend to be risk averse. They don't want to come into the market. They would rather buy companies that have succeeded in markets that are exploding versus 
try to create a new startup right out of the gate. And that's that's typically been the case. I found that out by working for a Fortune 500 company. I mean, that's what I, I really learned, that, that they are risk averse. So I'm starting to see a pattern in sort of what you've done to date, which is you really do come up with great ideas and then launch them and then grow them, but then you hand them off, right? You sell them and you're no longer involved. Is this is this your passion then, starting new businesses, new ideas? Or where has your passion really focused and shifted? What is your your big thing that you wake up every morning excited to do? And maybe it's being an author because you've now written this book um, that's launched and is doing phenomenal. I love the title, by the way, Start, Thank Stay, you. Exit, Repeat. I mean, it just, it is exact. It's like what you've done. It's your formula, right? And it's simple and it's the point. So what is your day-to-day like right now? Yes, it is the formula. And what's interesting in the book too, is we've interviewed over 200 people. About 50 of those interviews actually made the book. And there's some notable individuals like the founder of Reebok, who's 88 years old, and Jane Fonda wore his shoes. And he went from that point from $9 million to $900 million. So, so there's so many other experts in the book as well, and serial entrepreneurs and, and authors, authors as well. Yeah, I, I, I think my passion really is startups. That's why I founded Startup Club. We have almost a million members strong. It's a clubhouse show. We do shows on on the app called Clubhouse. We're starting to go into LinkedIn Live and some other platforms as well. But there is a website called startup.club that you can join and it's absolutely free. We don't do masterclasses. I'm not a consultant. Simply try to reflect my experiences in the book. We tried to, uh, tried to document those stories and they're fascinating, some of these stories from myself and from so many other entrepreneurs. They're in the book and that's what's nice about the book too is it's all about stories. We learn from stories and then we draw conclusions. We, we, we literally uh, wrote the book for the ADHD entrepreneur because we understand that this is something that's got to be very, very simple. There's 57 chapters in the book. There's 200 call-outs. There's 30 illustrations. But if you're going back to ideas for a minute, you know, where do you find these ideas? How do you find these ideas for these startups? Ideas are everywhere. I had a three King Charles Spaniels, and they were aging. And I was working with a, a business partner at paw.com, P-A-W.com. And we wanted to make beds that were memory foam and very comfortable for the dog, but also design forward. So they look amazing in your house. They look like these high-end rugs, uh, memory foam rugs, and the dogs love them. And that's sort of what gets me up every day is thinking about products and things that my dogs will love. I love, uh, dogs are a passion of mine. And, and, and you brought something up that was, I think, very important here too, is that everyone who starts a business really does need to have a passion or a love for that business because it's a roller coaster. There are a lot of ups and downs. And if you want to get yourself through those tough times, you really have to enjoy it. And there really should be a solid purpose behind your business. Not every business has to solve global warming, by the way. It'd be great if your business did help solve global warming. but I think every business has to have a purpose, a reason for existing. We have a, a business in our incubator. It's a real estate business. We have 19 Airbnbs 
And we, I used to hate traveling. I'm in a hotel room right now, a conference, and I got sick of hotel rooms. I like the cleanliness. I like the beds, but that's pretty much it. So my wife and I, we would travel, we'd go to vacation rentals and we'd love that. But oh my gosh, the, the mattresses were horrible. The air conditioning wasn't working. The pots and pans were like, well, they're just renters anyway. They're going to destroy them. So we came up with the idea of running Airbnbs with a focus on hotel quality, but vacation rental experiences. So we have Weston Heavenly Beds. We have Williams Sonoma cookware. We have all the best stuff in these Airbnbs. What's our purpose? Our purpose was because I know that when I go on vacation, I want to have a great experience. And I want others to have a great experience when they go to our Airbnb as well. And we have them in, in South Florida. That's an example of you don't chance to change the world, but you may have a passion for something because you've experienced it or you've, you've seen it. You know, one of the, the best ways to find an idea is to actually, and I tell this to my kids, my son just graduated from architecture and he was trying to launch a company, a business. I said, you know, one of the best things you can do is get a job. Get a job in real estate or in the, in, the, in the area that you love. And he loves the real estate sector. Just get a job and learn from it. You're getting paid to learn. And then you can begin to identify opportunities or bottlenecks in that industry, problems that might exist. And then when you see the opportunity, you can seize that opportunity, sometimes by moonlighting even, before you make a, a full leap or jump. So that's the ideas are everywhere. I do encourage you to look around for those ideas. And with AI coming out in the marketplace, you can begin to think how you can apply AI in your industry as well and how that can, that can be a game changer. One of my industries is law. I'm an attorney. And it was so interesting. I saw ad that I haven't clicked on or looked at yet, but uh, basically it's some sort of an app where it's a lawyer in your pocket and it's just an AI bot that answers your legal questions, uh, which I was like, Hmm, that's really interesting. Need to look more into that. But I, I agree yeah. with you. We're on the cusp of like huge changes. Yeah, and I actually shouldn't admit to this, but I've already written two contracts using ChatGPT, and they were employee contracts. Admittingly, like these aren't like do or die contracts, and they're very simple contracts. But I did them within one minute, two minutes. You know, my wife and I, we also own a Montessori school, and I said to her, "You haven't updated your blog since March of 2021," and I said. Let me, I'll write you eight articles right now. It's an AMI Montessori, a very particular type of Montessori school. And I just punched into ChatGPT and we were able to produce eight articles in about 10 minutes. And she, and she read through them all. And she said, these are amazing. What I like to do with those ones is say, you know, eight tips to this or 10 tips for that. Uh, I like to, to use that. And it really can put it together. Some really good articles for your blog. So you wrote a book and there's so many people who listen to this podcast who have either written a book or they are aspiring authors. So tell us about that process because it's, it's harder than it sounds, right? Everyone's like, Oh, you're, you're smart. You know, a lot of stuff, put it in a book, write a book. But when you sit down in front of a keyboard or, you know, piece of paper, I find that there's a lot of times where people get writer's block or it's, it's just hard to find the time, especially in a frenetic world where we're just tied to our phones. So how did you get this book done? And what is your advice to aspiring authors? Well, uh, it was an overnight success. It just took 10 years, literally. I started writing it in 2012. I was invited to MIT to speak to a group of entrepreneurs for the Entrepreneurship Management Program. And 
I looked at the patterns of success I had in the past and was able to apply that in a lesson, which I began to think about, hey, if and it, and it was one of the highest rated sessions, I said, hey, if this could work here, could I document it in a, in a book? And so I spent 10 years on it. When I say that, it was pretty much airplane time. Uh, I had traveled all over the world, dot club, that domain extension business. You know, we went to about 50 countries. So I literally wrote it on the airplane over the years. And then about two years ago, when we launched Startup Club, we have six staff members at Startup Club. And we began to devote our time to interviewing other experts and authors. And we actually got up almost 200 interviews done, but we about 50 of those are actually in the book. So it was a really extensive process. People are asking me, are you going to write another book? And, you know, is that going to happen? And it's, it's possible. We're looking at potentially some books, uh, niche-based books, like Start, Scale, Exit, Repeat for e-commerce. Hey, you could do, we could partner on this one, Start, Scale, Exit for the Solar entrepreneur, right? <laughs> and no, it's it's a long process and it's a lot of work. And we put a lot of effort into launching this book. I'm glad we did it, but it was not, you know, it's not a book that I'm doing to get speaking fees or be consultants or anything like that. It was simply sharing my experiences and the good, by the way, the good and the bad. There are a lot of failure stories in this book, some of my own failures, but also also individuals who I interviewed. And it's often very tough to get people to talk about failures. But when you read those failures, you learn a lot from them. You really do understand what not to do in a business as well. And for everyone sitting right now at a job they don't enjoy, they're an employee for someone else's dream, someone else's vision. What would you say to them if they want to break free, start their own thing? What would you say as your advice? If you were just having coffee with this person and they were like, you know, I just, I hate my job. I feel trapped, but I don't really see any options for me. What would you say? The first piece of advice I would give to someone is identify opportunities in the marketplace. And you can do that by finding the problems or bottlenecks in a particular industry. When you do that, once you get that idea, it's time to take it to action. Take some actions on it. Register the domain name. Go to the database on the internet. In the United States, it's called TESS, T-E-S-S. Search for the trademark database before you pick a name. And then in, uh, after you've got your name, um, look at setting up a logo and a mini business plan. We have a four sticky note business plan. And this is something that I work with with all of my students in the cohorts, and I do cohorts at universities, I work with them to develop a business plan in a half hour. This isn't the one you're going to present to your investors. This is a business, your own personal business plan. We call it the four sticky note business plan. We talk first about the story. You know, what is it? What is the purpose? What is your potential X factor? Your gate. What is a point in time when you can say, I will deliver X result or else I'll pivot or kill it? And then you look at the, the second sticky note, you're going to talk about the people you need to get to that stage gate. The third is the money you need to get to that stage gate. And don't underestimate that because 82% of all startup failures are because they don't have enough money to get to a certain point in time. Okay. It can be a great idea. You can have great people. 
You can have great systems, but if you don't have the money, then you're, then you're not going to make it to that certain point in time. And then the last sticky note is about systems. And I encourage anyone setting out is to try to think about their KPIs. You know, what are the numbers that investors are going to want to look at? Or what are the numbers that you can follow so that you know you're making progress? This is like the, the radar on an airplane. Without KPIs, you have no idea where you're going. So you might have a KPI of cost of acquisition or lifetime value of a customer. And I go into detail in the book about all these kinds of things you can do once you get an idea, is taking them to action. What can you do to get this idea out of the gate? And I'll leave, I'll leave you with this last story. My friends and I were sitting in a dasha in Ukraine in 2006, and we had land in different locations, and we could never get a darn taxi. So we said, why don't we create a company called My Yellow Button? You press the yellow button, and you can watch the taxi come to you. It'll pick you up and take you to your location. And so we went back the next week, and we told the team about this idea, dot, dot, dot. They thought it was great, but they decided to launch some games instead. Don't get me wrong. We, you know, it was a lot of iPad was taking off. There's a lot of other opportunities in the marketplace. But the reality is we failed to take action. Don't be one of those entrepreneurs or who have an idea and say, oh, you see somebody else do it and say, oh, that was my idea. I had that idea before it came out. Be the entrepreneur who takes that idea and launches it and does something with it. Just get it out of the gate. But you can do it a smart way by doing a, a very short business plan to understand how it is you will succeed with it. And then go to a cohort. Let, let me tell you this. You might be a solopreneur, but you're not alone. It takes a village to raise a startup. There are cohorts or incubators that are absolutely free that you can join. Search on Google. The one I, I teach at uh, every couple months is uh, at the Allen LeVan Center at NSU. And I also taught at FAU as well. And I'm going to add one more thing. We had the opportunity to interview the CEO of SCORE, S-C-O-R-E. They have 10,000 free mentors. And she said, if you get a mentor, you are three times more likely to succeed. If you go into an incubator, you are more likely to succeed. You might be a solopreneur, but you're not alone. This is amazing information. I think for anyone that's listening on their commute or working out or someplace where you can't use your hands and take notes, you need to listen to this whole episode again in front of a notepad or someplace where you can jot down action items and to-do items because this was so full of great actionable advice. Colin, I can't even do a summary because there is just too much there. I mean, everything from how to come up with these ideas and how to listen to you, you know, when you have ideas and actually take action resources like SCORE and uh, cohort groups and mentorship that's out there. Colin, you're amazing. I love that you put what you know into this book, Start, Scale, Exit, Repeat. I hope the book gets read so widely that we have a world just full of more and more and more entrepreneurs who are out there changing the world with what they're passionate about. So Colin, thank you so much for being on the show today. Well, no, thank you for having me and, and doing this podcast. I think it's a, it's a great podcast and really something that What's unique about it is that people can really learn and you don't have to be a big company or have 20, 30 employees. You can be just one employee yourself 
You can be one individual doing a side job and start building that startup. It begins with the idea and then taking action. I really enjoyed being on. And I know that if your uh, listeners would like, they can go to amazon.com and they can purchase the ebook, the physical book, or the Audible. They've all, they're all coming out. The Audible's coming out this week uh, and physical book and, and uh, ebook came out on October 3rd. So it, is ha- it has hit the shelves and it's doing very well. So we're pretty excited about that. We're happy that people do recognize the importance of this book. It's a great, great book, great mission. And then your website too at colinccampbell.club. So that's a great place uh, to connect with you as well. I, again, thank you so much for your time today. I know you're someone with a lot of demands. Uh, I know you're, you're speaking at a big event and you, yet you took some time out, you know, how to get to your hotel room to do this episode, but thank you for sharing what you know and what you love with listeners. Absolutely. Thank you. Hey everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. And I hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And if you leave a review on iTunes, I promise I will read every single review. If you know someone who makes a full-time living from part-time work, and maybe this is you, please visit lifestylesolopreneur.com to nominate a guest or to nominate yourself. Because remember this, money doesn't buy happiness, but money in the hands of a happy person, there is no greater tool. Today's episode was brought to you by the Get Shift Done program. It's a lifestyle-changing online class to help you define your business and lifestyle ambitions and to set goals in a way you've never experienced before. This class will 10x your daily productivity with methods that will blow your mind. And if you use a coupon code podcast, the class tuition is 99% off. Visit GetShiftDone.com to enroll today.